think Ron DeSantis has real commitment issues. What's up? This is Marque Saves the Republic. My name is Marque. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, listen, before we get into that, and before we get into, I have to tell you, one of the most interesting pieces of spin I've ever heard come out of the Joe Biden White House. They don't do a lot of things well at the Joe Biden White House. They can barely read. They don't write speeches very well. Their legislation's horrible. When it comes to inflation, it's, I mean, come on. There's my, my kids, my high school children could handle inflation in the economy better than uh, the Joe Biden administration. But I will say this, they do have some interesting spin doctors. Maybe it's all the Hollywood writers um, that, they're, that they're friends with. They can tap into that whole resource. Maybe they've got some SAG writers on staff and they're like, whoa, all right, let me, let me think just a minute. All right, here's how you, here's how you sell this one to the American people. Uh, we'll get all into all that here in just a minute. But first, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump has not yet been arrested, but that doesn't mean he won't be. And when he does, you're going to want your free Trump sticker ready to go. These free Trump bumper stickers are, first of all, amazing. Second of all, they're free. And uh, all you have to do is pay for shipping. I'll send them out to you. We've we ordered a thousand. They're about gone. We're probably going to have to order more, especially well, since I'm going to be pimping them on TV this weekend. But free the st stickers are great. They say free Trump in big, bold letters. And uh, all you have to do is, like I said, tell me where to send it and I'll send it out to you. Um, it's fantastic. We do know that the DA has postponed the arrest of Donald Trump, but we don't think that the DA has ruled out the arrest of Donald Trump. Since again, this DA in New York, Alvin Bragg, is not going based on facts. He's not going based on evidence. He's not going based on the word of a credible witness. He's not going based on the fact that any crime has been committed whatsoever. He's driven by one thing and one thing only, hatred for Donald Trump. Well, also a desire to keep him out of politics forever. So I guess that's two things, except the desire to keep Donald Trump out of politics forever stems from that hatred from Donald Trump. So it could all boil down to hatred. Let's face it, most of the things Democrats do boils down to hatred for Donald Trump. Anywho, get your stickers while you still can. Free Trump. Go to teamfreetrump.com. That's teamfreetrump.com. Tell me where to send your sticker. Pay the shipping and it's going to be on the way to you um, ASAP. Also, there's a bunch of other great merchandise you can check out there as well. All right, let's get to let's get to uh, Joe Biden first and then we'll get to DeSantis, shall we? That's going to be the order. Biden, DeSantis, and then um, and then I'm probably going to have to go uh, prepare for uh, prepare for the show today. But here's the deal. I was reading this. I was reading this article on Breitbart about the meeting between President Xi and Vladimir Putin. This is a big deal because we know that they met in Russia. We know that they they chitty chatted. We know that they had a big um, and we know that they had a, a big powwow that they're best buds. They're calling each other friends. And the whole world is looking at this going, wait a minute, you got Russia, which is a huge superpower, a nuclear superpower, a huge economic superpower led by this tyrannical, maniacal communist bastard. And then you've got China, which is another huge economic superpower, military superpower, technological superpower. And China is run by this tyrannical, maniacal communist bastard. And now these two tyrannical, maniacal communist bastards are getting together and they're forming an alliance. And that seems like it's bad for the rest of the world. Fun fact, it is. It's not good when China and Russia come together. It's like a new axis. Uh, it's like a new um, axis of evil that we're, that we're starting to see culminate. And all of this is a result of Joe Biden's weak-ass leadership. Now, the, the Democrats in the White House, they can't come forward and say, holy cow, look what we did. Oh my God, this is bad. Look what we did. Look what our weak ass leadership did. Look at what our, look at what our botched Afghanistan withdrawal led to. 
Look at what all, look at what our enemies are doing in an effort to crush us because they know that Joe Biden does not have the backbone or the spine or the knowledge or the staff or the the cojones to stand up to our you know to uh, to their uh, to their you know to their aggression and so they're like hey this is great let's get together and just take over the whole world the United States is over party that's what they're doing in Russia and China right now and so the White House they can't come out and say that. Uh, so they've got to spin it and listen to this. John Kirby, who is, I, you know, I, we all thought, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought by now he'd be the press secretary, but I guess, I guess identity politics runs strong in that one. Uh, so Joe Biden has not yet removed Corinne Jean-Pierre. Corinne Jean-Pierre, the first female black lesbian um, woman to hold the position of press secretary of the United States. I guess it's tougher yeah, I guess you're looking at three lawsuits, not just one, if you remove her and put this uh, doofy white dude in. But basically, John Kirby has said, get this, uh, should I play this for you? Maybe, should I, let's see how long it is. It's pretty, no, it's eight minutes long, so I'm not going to play it for you. But let me summarize it for you. Uh, Breitbart says, during an interview with Bloomberg on Thursday, John Kirby argued that Xi Jinping's visit to Moscow with Vladimir Putin is a, quote, manifestation of how much China and Russia know that American leadership on the world stage is back and that there is, quote, a marriage of convenience, certainly not one of affection between the two. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the spin coming from the White House is that these two communist superpowers who are looking to overthrow the United States of America are doing so now not because they say, hey, look at this. We're, China's over here crushing the economy. Uh, Vladimir Putin's got nuclear weapons and he's not afraid to use them. We're, uh, we've got this whole Ukraine conflict. You know what? We could just get together and finally take over as the uh, dominant superpowers in the, in the world. And uh, the United States will be put, you know, we'll, we'll take them down a notch or two. And the president's not going to do a damn thing to stop us because, well, it's Joe Biden. It's not Donald Trump. It's not somebody with a backbone. It's not somebody who's going to make a threat and stick with it. It's somebody who's going to go to Delaware on the weekend and, you know, uh, to hang out with the cast of Ted Lasso and probably sleep. And if he even, if he even tries to do anything, he'll stumble up the stairs on the way to the jet. Uh, so you don't have, you're not a big, not a big problem. I mean, they saw what happened in Afghanistan. They saw what's happening here at home. They understand that our military is being, um, is being force fed wokeness. And that wokeness is becoming, it's really, it's really a laughable image of the United States at this moment. And China and Russia see this as a great opportunity, but John Kirby can't say that. So he says, this is great news for us. It's great news that China and Russia are coming together because it shows that they think America is back. Uh, Kirby continues to say, I think, first of all, calling this an alliance is a bit of a stretch. I refer to it as a marriage of convenience, certainly not one of affection. President Xi sees in President Putin a useful foil and a counterweight to American influence, particularly in Europe. President Putin sees in President Xi perhaps a bankroll and an opportunity to get more assistance so that he can continue to prop up his economy. But I think one thing you need to consider is that this shows. Uh, that American leadership on the world stage is back and how much they recognize that our network of alliances and partnerships is stronger than any network they might have had. Take, for example, NATO. NATO is much more relevant and viable now. It's going to grow by another two nations. 
That's a manifestation of the leadership of this administration and the proof that American leadership on the world stage is in fact increasing. Okay, NATO is not increasing by two nations because of anything Joe Biden did. It's increasing by two nations because of something Vladimir Putin did. He invaded Ukraine. And I guess technically he invaded Ukraine because he thought to himself, wow, Joe Biden's not gonna stop me. So maybe it is because of Joe Biden's administration, but not in the way they're pimping it. And NATO being uh, enlarged by two more nations does not necessarily bode well for the United States of America because those two nations are not going to be donating to the NATO coffers the way, well, the United States of America is. In, in fact, very few countries uh, donate to the coffers the way the United States of America does. That was one of the biggest problems Donald Trump had with NATO. It's one of the biggest problems we should all have with NATO. But the NATO growth is not at all a a reflection of American exceptionalism or the leadership of Joe Biden. It is actually a reflection of Vladimir Putin's leadership and the fear, the fear that these countries have in the strength, the ability, and the desires of Putin, and also the uh, the permission that he's all, almost been given by Joe Biden to go ahead with whatever kind of whatever kind of territorial um, increases he wishes to uh, you know he wishes to undertake. So this is this is a this is a lie first of all from the White House which we should not at all be um you know surprised by but also the the financial I mean they keep talking about how it's oh look Vladimir Putin needs money he needs investment this is a financial windfall for him he's just getting with China because he needs the cash well guess what that cash is not coming from China it's coming from the United States of America we buy all this stuff we manufacture all this stuff we send all this money to China they create this incredibly huge banking system, and then they loan money to Russia. They loan money to Iran. They loan money to, to all of these countries that hate us and uh, continue to want to build up military dominance against us. You know, these, these jets that, uh, that Russia is flying and, and dump, you know, the, the uh, fuel that they're dumping on our drones in the uh, Dead Sea, those are paid for by Chinese money that they've had to borrow to increase their military stronghold. And that Chinese money is really American money that we're sending over there. Thanks again to Joe Biden. So uh, it's not a good, it, okay. It may be because of Biden's leadership, but it's all because of Joe Biden's bad leadership, not his strong leadership. Um, and that's something we'll delve into a little bit later on the Marquee show. Also very exciting. Ron DeSantis. I saw him on Newsmax yesterday. He did a big piece and uh, I was watching it and I'm thinking to myself, you know, first of all, there was a story the other day about how Ron DeSantis is getting skinnier. They were, they were calling him fit, fit to run or fit to lead or something like that. And they showed these before and after pictures of Ron DeSantis like at Christmas and now and how he's lost all this weight. And I thought this is just another ridiculous puff piece that they're going after Ron DeSantis for. Some people were saying he was taking this diabetes medicine, which you're not supposed to take unless you have, well, diabetes. But it, uh, if you do take it and you don't have diabetes, it helps you lose a lot of weight really rapidly. It's, it's something with an O. I know Hannah will tell you all. Hannah's all into that kind of stuff. So she, she knows what it is. Uh, she may even actually have some. So we'll talk about, we'll ask her a little later on. Um, but they were talking about that. And I thought, oh my God, this is just the dumbest thing ever. But as I'm watching him on Newsmax TV yesterday, I'm like, oh my God, he does look skinnier. His jowls are gone. His neck is nice and nice and lean. He doesn't have any of that, like, you know, pudginess that he used to just it wasn't he wasn't fat but he had like a little little soft now he's he looks like he's he's almost cut and he looks like he's getting skinnier by the day and i'm not saying that because i'm jealous 
although I'm a little jealous. Uh, but, but you know, I'm, I'm the, I have the opposite problem. Uh, but also, it's interesting because it could be one of the reasons, it could be one of the things he's doing in preparation for a run for president. And so he's on Newsmax yesterday, and the guy who's interviewing him is, is, is going after him about when he's going to run, when he's going to announce. Um, are you going to remain governor for four years? And of course, he's deflecting and obfuscating and he's pushing it back. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, there comes a point where you just have to do this thing. You know, there comes a point where you just have to do the damn thing. Sure, you want to build the hype. I get it. I'm all about hype building. I know about teasing. We're big on teasing. I play, I've gone to seminars that cost $50,000 that try to help people tease and, and make, you know, make their, their message really ex- resonate and be exciting. And you want to build that anticipation because anticipation is king and people will value it, all that. I get it. But there comes a point where you've peaked and then it's just downhill. And I think we're getting toward that point. And I don't know what Ron DeSantis's plan is, but I feel like the longer he waits, the less exciting the announcement's going to be. I mean, think about that. At this point, everybody believes he's running anyway. There's no question about it. Everyone knows he's going to run for president. What we've seen this past week with Donald Trump making his announcement is, or I'm sorry, making his, uh, his attacks at Donald Trump during this whole Stormy Daniels DA, are you or are you not going to get arrested mess? We all, we all know the writing's on the wall. Ron DeSantis will be running for president in 2024. It's a given, but he hasn't announced yet. And I feel like now that we all kind of take it for granted that he's already running, an announcement is kind of, I mean, it's like a formality at this point. It's not going to be as exciting as it might have been a month, two months, three months ago. You know, Nikki Haley, uh, when she announced, it was more, was really exciting, not really exciting, but it was exciting for her. But it looked exciting for the people there because she was the first person coming forward other than Donald Trump. Now, Ron DeSantis if he jumps in after Nikki Haley and Vivek Ravishwamy and gosh, whoever else may be announcing here in the next couple of days, Mike Pence, I hear that guy wants to jump in. Tim Scott from South Carolina, I hear his, he's, got his, uh, he's got his feelers in the water too. Mike Pompeo, that name still keeps running around. Uh, and I've even heard Jeb Bush maybe making a run at it again, which would be kind of actually exciting for me. Uh, but, but the fact of the matter is, there's going to come a point where Ron DeSantis steps up and says, guys, Guys, guess what? I have an announcement. I'm running for president. And everyone's going to be like, yeah, no poop, Sherlock. And it's not even going to be exciting. It's not even going to be exciting at all. I had, a, uh, I had a guy in college, and he was one of my fraternity brothers. His name was Fred. And everybody loved Fred. Fred was great. Everybody thought Fred was amazing. Everybody also thought Fred was gay. And I don't know if it was because... He was really into musicals and show tunes. I don't know if it's because he had this flamboyance to him, but you know, there's just something about him that you looked at Fred and you were like, Fred's gay. And he, you know, he dated girls, whatever, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden, one day we're at a fraternity meeting and he comes out and he says, Hey guys, uh, I need, I need to tell you guys something that's really important. And we're all like, what? And he goes, I'm gay. And we're all like, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> We're like, you're the last one that knew that apparently. And he was like, no, seriously, guys, it's important. You need to know. You need to understand. I'm gay. And we're like, we get it. We've known for a while. This is not, can we go back to drinking beer now and playing beer pong? I mean, what's the, is there something else you need to tell us? Because that's really kind of anticlimactic. That's how this Ron DeSantis announcement is going to be at this point, in my humble opinion. Make it now. Otherwise, it's not going to be, it's not going to have the pomp and circumstance. It's not going to have the oomph and the chutzpah 
that you needed to have. Because right now you really, you really needed to have it. And right now, and then the other thing too, we talked about this the other day. If you look at the polls, Donald Trump is way ahead. Donald Trump has double what Ron DeSantis has when it comes to primary voters. Uh, Ron DeSantis is somewhere around 25, 26%. Donald Trump's at 54, 55. That's more than double the second person in the race. And the second person in the race is, is Ron DeSantis. If he makes that announcement, he may be able to boost that. He may be able to cut, cut the lead a little bit. And that's important because this is something that you need to remember if you're Ron DeSantis. Everybody who jumps into the race will not be taking shares of votes away from Donald Trump. They're going to be taking them away from Ron DeSantis. Nobody, nobody, when Tim Scott, let's say Tim Scott makes a big announcement. Tim Scott from South Carolina is running for president. Okay, great. If Tim Scott makes an announcement that he's running for president, nobody's going to go, well, I was going to vote for Donald Trump, but now I'm going to vote for Tim Scott. That's not going to happen. They're going to go, well, I was going to vote for Ron DeSantis, but maybe now I'll vote for Tim Scott. If Mike Pence jumps into the race, there's not a single person voting for Donald Trump. There's not a single person in that 55% who's going to be like, Pence is in? Yeah, baby. I'm Screw you, Trump. Pence all the way. That's not going to happen. There's that, that's going to be somebody that goes, oh, you know what? I was all in on DeSantis, but now I think I'm, I think I'm a Pence guy. And, and all of a sudden you're going to start to see his numbers diminish even more. He's got to do something big to, to fill that gap. Announcing now would be probably the best thing to do. Um, but based on his performance on Newsmax yesterday, I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. Listen, free Trump stickers are available right now at team free Trump Dot com. Get your free Trump stickers. We got a thousand of them and they're going fast. Free Trump stickers. We'll mail them anywhere in the world, like literally in the world. If you were, if you're in, I don't know, Bulgaria and you want to roll around with a free Trump sticker, fantastic. You can do it. If you're in, uh, if you're in, um, I don't know, uh, Delhi and you want to put one of these on your tuk tuk, you know, then by all means, uh, give me, just give me your email address. Give me your address. Pay for shipping. We'll get it out to you. Uh, the sticker is free. The shipping's on you. The website, very important, teamfreetrump.com. We're still waiting for that indictment. Should it come down? Um, and like, you know, we'll see. Fingers crossed that it doesn't, or maybe fingers crossed that it does, because if it does, we'll probably move a lot more of these stickers. Uh, listen, I got to get ready for the show, but thank you so much for joining me here today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast and get this message out to as many people as you can. Because only by spreading this message, by spreading the conservative message, by spreading the vision for America that we all have and that we all know could be in our future, our very near future, well, that's the best way and really the only way nowadays that we're going to be able to save the republic.